Welcome back, everybody. This is the Black Washed Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. Before we get into the subject today, let me kind of tell you guys about my day. So a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of mine was having a little legal trouble. And so she, not legal trouble in her own regard, but, you know, dealing with a crazy ex and there was a lot going on and there was some domestic abuse. Long story short, today there had a whole legal proceeding, yada, yada, yada thing going on. And the only reason why I bring this up is I want to let people know, as people who want to be a part of the legal system, although a lot of us come in there with pure intentions, we can effectuate very little change. And I don't want to be like pessimistic about it, but a lot of times people see their friends who are lawyers or their family members who are lawyers and then they just think they can do everything like a lot of people don't even realize most people are specialized in a certain area you just know oh so and so is a lawyer let me bring my legal problem to them and i just want to say that people in our profession are not superheroes and more often time than not the legal system is going to leave somebody very very disappointed and i almost want to say now we're in a position where Justice most of the time is not served. And I hate saying that because now I'm I'm seeking to be a part of the system and in some way complicit to the system. But it's just days like this make you really not believe in the justice system. And I'm somebody who's looking to be a part of it. And today I want to talk about what everybody else has been talking about, but I kind of wanted to give up a nuanced you can know, kind of perspective. And then Destiny, you kind of can chime in as well. So as want to say that this is literally the discussion of the country and it's crazy because I know about it and I feel like if you've been an avid listener of the show you know that I can give shit about sports I don't care about men's basketball I don't care about women's basketball I don't care about the NBA the NCAA the little league whatever I don't care <laughs> but this is wild I mean, it is good. Like, I love to see Black women win. So I thought that was great. But what became, like, what overshadowed the winning situation was just honestly disgusting. And the fact that we're still talking about this in 2023 and there's so much segregation and all this stuff still is crazy. Yeah, so this is kind of what I wanted to, ha like, talk about. I want to talk about multiple things because it's multi-layered. First and foremost, and I want to have it in its proper order, I want to say congratulations to Caitlin Clark in Iowa, Angel Reese in LSU, them girls out in South Carolina. All Why did you have to say Caitlin Clark first? Don't worry about the order. But I want to say <laughs> thank you, because she probably has the most to do with the point that I'm about to say right now, if we're going to be objective. I just want to say congrats to y'all. And what I mean by that is, for so long, women athletes have been trying to get their flowers. So much time, their, their, their sport has been relegated to the back page. So often, men's sports is the only thing that, you know, keeps women's sports viable. I would think that if you ask most people, they would tell you the women's tournament this year 
was far more exciting than the men's tournament. And I think that should be commended. They had record ratings this year in the final four. And I feel like that's what people should be talking about. Women have finally gotten their stage when it comes to college athletics. And a lot of that had to do with Caitlin Clark. And we'll talk about why Clayton, like, uh, she had a lot to do with it, right? But part of that had to do with her. Part of it had to do with the amazing talent that we're seeing now on the floor. And I just want to say, way to put on an amazing product and way to play hard. Now, so that's first and foremost. I think before even the racial discussion, we need to talk about sex. And so let me talk about what happened and tell you why it's problematic from a male versus female situation. So for those of you who aren't aware, there's a there's this basketball phenom at this part point named Caitlin Clark who's been dominating women college basketball. She's and been- I can attest to I was on social media and I've seen some highlight reels and homegirl can play like she plays like a Steph Curry like yeah she she from like the half court and like crazy stuff. She's a phenomenal player, but I feel bucket. like what I've been looking at and what I've been hearing is just like, you just, you can't be a player and win by yourself. You need a team. Exactly. But let, let me get kind of, let me set the table. Right. So Caitlin Clark's is phenom. She really be killing plays a lot like Steph. For those of you who are not familiar with the women's game, shoots from long range, flashy handles. She's, she's an entire bucket. She's really phenomenal to, to watch. Right. And so she's been kind of getting a lot of pub lately for her game. And uh, a lot of people have been watching her and tuning in. And like I said, she's been bringing a lot of eyes towards women basketball, which is a good thing. But also, she is somewhat of a little bit of an Elvis, and by that I mean like she she her game is very colorful. It, it resembles a lot of the way that black players have traditionally played. She she is like I said, flashy handles, shoot from anywhere, really exciting form of basketball, right? And this is what I mean in the context of you know why there's a sex thing happening, right? Because she's so like kind of cocky and in your face she show bolts a lot she does a lot of wolfing at the crowd she does the john cena you can't see me or she puts her hands in front of her face she talks trash she does a lot of things that when the men do it nobody says it's particularly incredible like oh my god they're they do this they do that like men just do it and people understand that they do it right so she plays a, a kind of bold and brass style of basketball so in the championship, Angel Reese was going against her. You know, LSU was whooping that ass. They were putting buckets on her. And she starts mocking Caitlin Clark's thing and doing her own thing. And then everybody's up in arms, right? And everybody's like, oh, my God. What? She's an idiot. I think Keith Overman She's says. She's a fucking idiot. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot, Keith Overman says. Somebody else said classless, yada, yada, yada. And then what killed me about it was none of these people say that when men do it. Men literally dunk on people and stand over them with their crotch in the other guy's face. Like people, people wolf at you. They do all types of things. LeBron has a celebration. And I want to say, like, every time he loses now, some somebody will do the LeBron celebration. Pat Beverly was mocking LeBron in his face when uh when the team when his team beat LeBron's team. Like 
People trash talk and taunt each other all the time in sports that are men, and nobody says anything. But yeah, now, and I, just to add to that, Draymond Green gets in physical fights with people, and nothing happens. Exactly. So, They're just like, oh, it's just a, it's just a competitive. Boys thing. being boys. Yeah, it's like it's just oh they're so competitive they just want to win so much you know what I'm saying so I think a lot of people need to check themselves because they need to realize that women play a, a highly competitive a really exciting brand of basketball and sports in general and they ain't come here to play nice and sit tea like. Just like a motherfucker, like, just like men are going to be like, oh, you think you're going to bust my ass? Okay, watch when I get the rock next time. Just like men are going to do that, women think it the same way. They're highly competitive, too. They want to be like, oh, you going to show me up? I'm going to show you up first. Like, just like men going to draw back and forth, women going to draw back and forth, too. So there was definitely a sex component, and I think I needed to talk about that first. So just stick on the sex part of the discussion, and then I'm going to move to the black and white discussion as well. What's your thought on my analysis as far as focusing just on the sex first? Do you think there is do people treated differently between men and women athletes when they do things? A hundred percent. And what's so terrible about it is a lot of the people that are doing this is women. Like why? I don't understand. That's a part of the game. I think even Clay Caitlin Clark said that. Like the talking trash, that's a part of the game. That's what makes it exciting. That's what makes fans like, you know, relate to their team so much more. And they kind of trash talk too with the players that it's a part of the game. Literally, who wants to sit and watch a game where everybody's so polite to each other and getting along? Like there, there's no entertainment. And also, fans got to pick a side. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from fans of a game, I hate when I feel like I'm more invested than the athletes. I hate when I feel like I care more than the athletes who are either getting paid or receiving some sort of benefit from actually playing. I hate when I feel like I'm more invested. You, a lot of the trash talk, a lot of the back and forth, are, is, it's just indicative of two people who really, really want to win. They really, really want it. It's really, really important. And you got to think about the life of a college athlete. You have to do your academics on top of your training and going to practice. And it takes so much of your time. And when you finally get a day in the sun and the spotlight's on you, and especially for the women's game who used to play in front of, you know, sparse, like, audiences and now you got sold out arenas and people are watching, you don't think the emotions are high? You don't think nobody's wolfing? Like, well, I think now the pressure is on them even more because they get to profit from these. these yeah. Games. So they, I feel like it brings even more contention in the game. Everybody's like, a brand now. I want everybody to love me so I can get more money. I can get more, you know, deals and advertisement sponsors, all this stuff. Like, it's more. Yeah. And so now I want to move to kind of, the my take on the racial aspect and i and like i said i think there's a sex aspect and now i think there's a racial aspect too and here's why i'm gonna say i think oh wait go back to the sex aspect and this is how you know there's a sex aspect because when devin booker and because everybody wants to say oh she fought her or she was right in her face when devin booker and luka Doncic did this in the nba nobody gave a shit they were both actually in each other's face. Like, the the women's game, that was just a camera angle thing. She wasn't actually directly in her face. 
NBA players have been directly in each other's face, like really like close enough where they could start punching each other and fighting. So don't give me this nonsense about, oh, oh, my God, I want to clutch my pearls because she was at an angle only five yards away or only five feet away. So but not to like the racial component, I certainly think there's a racial component to this as well. And this is why I think there's a racial component, because Kaylin Clark had been doing that all year, all year. She'd been taunting and wolfing. And a lot of people want to, I always say, you can always tell when somebody's about to defend a stupid argument because they try to find small differences to justify them feeling one way when they see one thing and feeling another when they see pretty much the exact same thing. So a lot of people say, well, Clayton Clark doesn't do it to the other team. She does it to the crowd. When you look at your bench and go, you can't see me or she can't guard me, who the hell do you think she's talking about? She ain't talking to her teammates, even if she's facing her teammates. When she's doing the gesture of, oh, you can't see me, she's not talking to her teammates. Hey, you guys can't see me. She's talking to her opponents. Like, it's very clear who it's directed to. So whether or not it's uh, five feet away from her or ten feet away from her, everybody knows exactly who she's talking about. More or less, against South Carolina, she waves up at a person who's shooting a three-pointer. So instead of going out to defend her, she goes, oh, you pretty much suck. I don't got to guard you, and just waves to her. And I'm like, if that's not disrespectful. Yeah, if that's not disrespect for her to just wave at you, like, no, I'm not going to come defend you. I'm just going to wave at you and let you shoot because I think you suck. Like, if that's not showing up a player, so then when Angel Reese does it and you clench your, your pearls and then you say, well, the difference is is she followed her around and 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 yada yada yada. Are 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 you serious? So like the 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 one the thing you want to do to differentiate between the actions is one took steps towards the other person. Like I said, like she ain't follow her to her house and do it in her driveway. She ain't follow her to her grandma funeral and do it while she was at her grandma funeral. She did it on the court. So, like, this nonsense, well, one person walked next to the person and this other shit, it's still taunting your opponent. It still falls under the same bracket. None of them got physical with each other. None of them overstepped the taunting. It was taunting. On both ends, it is taunting. It wasn't more than taunting. It wasn't less than taunting. It was taunting in both instances. So for one you to be okay with and the other for you not to be okay with shows more often times than not. And this doesn't mean you're necessarily a racist person, but you have a bias. It could be a race-related bias. It could be a I just like Iowa bias. It could be a lot of things. I could just not like LSU bias. But you have some sort of bias if you could watch all the shit Caitlin Clark did all tournament long and not have a problem with it and then see this snapshot of what Angel Reese did and say, oh, my God, she's a fucking idiot or she's classless. Destiny, what do you have to say about that? What I have to say about that is I feel like a lot of people that were commenting on on the whole entire situation weren't watching all season long. They just started watching. So a lot of people try to get, you know, a lot of people try to give their two cents on situations and they don't have a complete background story. And instead of like saying, oh, my bad, you know, you have to go to bat for yourself and defend and yourself. Double down on a stupid but, argument. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much the situation. But I mean, a lot of other things happened afterwards. And I mean, like, 
Angel, like she rightfully can, she's been like talking her shit since afterwards. So it's making people that wanted to see this girl who's been dominating um, the entire season, like when just like hate her even more. So. And here's the thing, there's two sides of it, right? You have people who genuinely just weren't familiar with college basketball until Clayton Clark and be like, oh, uh, oh my gosh, her style of play is very exciting. So I just naturally root for her because I can't even name the other players on her team or on any other team, right? So you have them who have a natural bias because they want to see her do well because she's their only introduction into the sport. But there's also the white component. There's a lot of, it has a lot to do with the fact that Iowa starting like four white girls. And I think LSU had like mostly black girls. And it's like part of that had to play in it on a lot of people's reactions. I even, and I, I'm not sure if you heard this, like even Jill Biden had said like, oh, when she watched the game, she was like, oh, part of me wants to, you know, invite both of them to the White House because they played, because Iowa played so hard. And I'm like, respectfully to the Iowa girls, that wasn't no closed game. They got their ass whooped. And there's been so many championship games where the team was actually close to winning. And they don't get invited to the White House. And so, a lot of viewers were trying to blame refs. And it's like, okay, sure, there was a couple calls, but there's still a huge point difference. Double digit. That wouldn't have made a difference. And it's like... There's all this talk about even in just like regular leagues or children leagues about handing out participation trophies and things like that. And Jill Biden, like why, Jill Biden, why are you trying to change years of history? They never invite the runner up to the White House. And it just begs to differ like, oh, is it because they're like white girls? What's and the, that, and here's because the if LSU were to lose, you would not have said the same thing. Exactly, and here's the thing. Let and and I and I and I, and this is why I say I got to be charitable, right? And this is what my friend said, right? You got to remember her background, right? And and I'm not saying this played a role, but I think it's something fair to consider. She was a teacher of small children, right? And what do they do with small children? Well, everybody's a winner. When you teach small children, everybody gets a trophy. And the thing, the thing that's problematic once she's done it and she hasn't done it with all the other sports. And I'm like, you gotta remember, this is the only one she went to. <laughs> like, this is the only one that she she went to the like the, the college basketball game or whatever, saw one team lose and was like, oh, they're crying, they feel bad. Well, let me offer them something. Cause that's what you do with little kids. When you watch little kids do a sport and one of them loses for whatever reason in 2023, rather than say, yeah, you lost this time, work harder, maybe you'll win next time. People are like, well, how could I soften the blow of you losing and let me make some shit up? Like, you're a winner too. But like, so part of that could be that. And I still see flaw in that for even with children because it's just like downplaying someone who worked really hard and exactly or achieved what they wanted to achieve because it's like, oh, well, either way, like I would still get the same kind of reward. Like, we can't do that. Exactly. And here's the thing. And Clay, and this is why I say it. Like, my critiques of Jill Biden or my critiques of people are not critiques on Caitlin Clark. She said all the right things. Like, in her interview, she was like, I don't got no problem with what Angel Reese did. Like, I've been giving it to these bitches all year long. 
all year long, I've been giving nothing but buckets to these bitches and taunting these bitches, and she didn't wax my ass for the fourth time. Because, like I said, this is her first year with LSU. But she used to be at Maryland where they played Clayton Clark's team again. Angel Reese is 4-0 versus Clayton Clark. She ain't never lost to the bitch. So, like, for her, she, like, like, Clayton Clark was like, yo, she was in her bag. She was doing her thing. Like, of course she's going to talk shit. That's what we do out here. I'm out but here you talking. You said Angel Reese is 4-0 to Clark? Yeah. So, uh, so she's Clark, never lost against her. No. So, here's the thing. Caitlin Clark has always been at the University of Iowa. Angel Reese started off at the University of Maryland, where, where she's from. So she was playing at, at Maryland and had already played Clark three times before that game and had won each time. So, like, for her, it's like and, – and part of that has got to be animosity, right, if you're Angel Reese. Because when Angel Reese came in high school, from high school, she was the second best uh, – well, the second highest rated female basketball player in the country. She was – that girl, she was like legit, legit. Like everybody was like, oh, she's going to be like a top five NBA pick. I mean, WNBA play. She got hurt. She didn't do that well at Maryland at first, right? But like still, her teams were already being Clayton Clark. Um, and then she goes to LSU, first team All-American. LSU has a better record. And then she got to see all this attention that Caitlin Clark is getting. And they're like, oh my God, Caitlin Clark. And don't get me wrong. Let's be objective. Caitlin Clark is a better player. In my opinion, like she, oh, no, she got like double the amount of points that Angel yeah, did. Yeah, she, she, she's a better player right now. But it's like also like I can get the LSU girls like saying like Iowa had six losses coming into this bitch. We had only lost twice, and everybody coming in to tune in to watch these bitches. Oh, watch what we do today. They gonna see what we gonna do today because we about to wax they fucking ass. And a lot of people like, oh, they they talk shit after the game. They talk shit before the game. They talk shit during the game. And then they talk shit after the game. They was just talking shit, 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 shit. But also, it was respectful. One of the LSU players had went over to the, like, before the game to go meet Caden Clark. They fans of hers, too. They like, yo, you don't. Yeah, they're fans of each other. Like, they both but, said that. Yeah, but we gonna bust your ass. But we see your game. And we game recognizes game in athletics. And it's like, and that's why I say it's not even the athletes who were the problem here. It was the non-athletes, a lot of white America not familiar with sports, who interjected to make it about anything other than these wonderful athletes going at each other's necks and playing a tough brand of basketball. It was all of them trying to bring the racial component and all this other shit to it. They just wanted to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And talk they shit. And Angel Reese said, yo, I was in my back. And a lot of people are going to point. Well, she said, girls who look like me, she brought the racial component. No, y'all by criticizing her made her have to bring in the racial component. Because y'all asking her about the shit she did. She like, I played basketball like that. And if you listen to her answer, she's saying exactly what she, she said. I played basketball like this all year. People criticize me here and there. She's... Kaylin plays basketball the same way I do, in your face, brash, bold. Nobody says anything to her. They say she's tough. She got moxie and all this other shit. She was like, so yeah, when I came at her, I did that for girls who look like me. And be like, yo, when they do it, everybody thinks it's cute and they say, oh, you tough. Like, we, it's exciting and we like it. When we do it, we get up. And she even talked about like, oh, I wear my lashes when I play. I do this. And, and everybody was always saying like, oh, you know, she ghetto or she's not committed. 
She's like, I play the way I play. And I mean, we can take that on different roads too. That's why we get like, so, that's why girls get so irritated when you see like white girls wearing different hairstyles, like braids or eccentric hairstyles. And it's like, oh, when you guys do it, it's all trendy. But when we do it, it's ghetto or it's unprofessional or it's just like, come on. Like everybody needs to, people that are making these comments need to recognize that you guys have unconscious bias and you need to deal with that. And, and, and I think everybody has unconscious bias and it's not always a racial thing. I think some people are like so afraid to say, there's certain things that I, I'm sure I got to work on that I don't see completely and that people got to bring to my attention. So this idea that people are like, oh my God, I don't have any racial bias. I don't have any, like people are so defensive and being defensive prevents you from growing. Yeah, a hundred percent. But like you said earlier in the show, it's so exciting that, you know, women are getting men's attention talking about basketball. I think all the ladies, like, congratulations to all of them. They did a wonderful job. Caught my attention. I don't watch basketball. I didn't even know this was going on. So there is that. Oh, I guess it was just March, March Madness. All Yeah, okay. It makes sense. But thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch up with y'all next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.